Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good day, good evening, whatever time of day or night it is that you're listening to us. Welcome to Wildfire Tribe. My name is Sean. And my name is Kylie and it is just a pleasure to be hanging out with you today wherever you are in the world. So we're down by the banks of the Clarence River in northern New South Wales in in Australia, for those of you listening outside of Australia, Australia is divided up into states and territories. And New South Wales is probably the most densely populated, isn't it, Kylie, with Sydney and the, the capital of Canberra being within the middle of it as well. And everybody wanting to live on the east coast right near all the beaches. Yeah, well, it is a beautiful place in the world to be, uh, as I imagine wherever you are is also a beautiful place to be. Well, it depends, doesn't it, Kylie? Because that's a state of mind, isn't it? Because if you're in jail in the middle of the desert in some country where it's very difficult conditions, I don't know that you can say that unless you have some ability to believe that that's true. Yeah, it's true. Well, Paul, he was like pretty chilled about being in jail. He was okay with it. Paul from in the Bible, you mean? Yeah. Because if this is your first time to this show, you may not realise what it's about, but it's real conversations about mystical things, mystical things such as the God of all creation, his son Jesus, and all of the mysteries that we get to talk about through life that we're trying to understand. We're coming to you from the banks of the river. I just saw three fish jump out of the river. This happens all of the time when we come down to broadcast from the river because all of creation is groaning, Kylie. Yeah, that's right. For the manifestation of the sons of God, and that is us, and coming into the revelation of who we are, him within us and us within him. So this week we're going to be talking about all things curiosity. And Curiosity what... killed the cat, Kylie. Well, curiosity killed the cat. Mm. Well, the, I don't know about that, because the cat has nine lives, and I think... I don't know. I well, don't know. It's if just cu- a saying. Why is that? Why do we say curiosity? I don't the know, cat? Kylie, because I've done no research about that. But <laughs> I, I am just standing here next to the river, and I'm fascinated by the fish that just keep on jumping out of the water. It's because you're here, honey, and you're a fish man. I'm a fish man. I've seen fish jump out, and like like when we've been at the river before, often fish jump out when you're around. I love it. Okay, so curiosity. I'm curious. There they keep on going again and again. I'm curious. (laughs) Look at them as to why all the fish keep on jumping out of the river when we come to the river. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. So It's so cool. They're all coming over to say hi. Wow, look at that. Oh, my goodness. This is a very curious situation. I love it. I feel like one of the things that was coming to me this week as I was pondering on what we might be sharing with you guys, and curiosity is one of those interesting things. Jesus is actually recorded in the Bible as asking 307 questions across the Gospels, and all who heard him were amazed. It's very interesting, I feel, that the person that had all the answers within him would be asking so many questions yeah the son of god the actual son of god god in flesh in human form walking around on earth had all of these questions yeah like even as a young boy he was found in the temple sitting among the teachers asking them questions he was curious kylie he was curious curiosity goes a long way to actually learning something doesn't it having questions rather than being a know-it-all yeah and i feel like sometimes in our westernized christianity we're taught as believers to be philosophers and preachers of our theories instead of actually honoring the process of our individual experiences of walking into the depths of the mysteries with him filled with all of these questions like we're listening to his voice and we're following our own adventure what is curious to me Kylie is that as you just mentioned about the preachers and the people teaching us you know the word of God and what it means is that 
everybody that is up the front of these churches teaching us these things have gone to a college and learnt the same thing from the same people. Decided that he's in charge of what is right and what is wrong and what we're allowed to talk about and what we're not allowed to talk about. And that is often the case and I feel like you know, for, for a lot of people to be able to practice in a certain denomination, you need to adhere to certain beliefs or even if you maybe believe something that might be more expansive and mysterious around that, that you probably are not necessarily allowed to be talking about that just because that's the structure of how we build organisations and not-for-profit What happened to the love though, Kylie? What happened to the love? Exactly. Like we're down by the banks of the river. We're in a town where all along the banks of the river is actually owned all of the buildings in front of me and they're the biggest buildings in all of the town and the best location, the best scenery. Every single one of them is a church building. Yeah, it's amazing. We've got the Anglicans interspersed with the Catholics all the way along this river. Yeah, it's pretty special. Like, it's pretty wild. They certainly had foresight, didn't they? Purchasing these blocks of land and building these enormous, big, beautiful buildings, which, mind you, are also perfectly looked after to this day as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's curious. It's all very curious. Did you know that all those questions that that Jesus asked, he actually only directly answered three of those questions. No, I didn't know that, Kylie, but this is getting pretty painful. Why don't you just tell us? Like, are you trying to get me to draw it out of you? Are you pausing for dramatic effect? Just tell us. Oh, actually, I worded that wrong. Of all of it, so Jesus was, across the scriptures, asked approximately 183 questions. Well, that's a lot different, Kylie, to what you said before. And he only gave direct answers to three of those. It's understood that he only gave direct answers to three of those. Okay, and where'd you get your information from? I've just got it off the internet. Oh, so you didn't go to Bible college to learn this? No, I've just been doing my own research because I was curious. And so I started diving down the rabbit hole into the wonder of curiosity what is what is that look like and if we are curious is that the thing that expands our capacity for more well being curious is okay isn't it like having questions is okay it's what we do with each other we ask each other questions we talk about possibilities and we don't necessarily even come to conclusions a lot of the time but we just have conversations about the mysteries of god Is that so wrong or do we have to have answers? I think it's actually the way that we're intended to live. Like it's it's creating space in ourselves for more. And And it's knowing that our current understanding isn't all that there is. But there are actually deeper mysteries within which God is wanting to draw us into. You know, even about our current understanding of our situation and how on earth do we change? How does our circum how do our circumstances change? Could that be found in that place of curiosity for okay, well, if this was the way we've always done it. So maybe if we do it like this now, is God leading us into deeper mysteries with him birthed out of that place of curiosity do we change our future the outcome of what we're walking into by speaking it into existence before it happens absolutely and now i think you're really starting to you're starting to press into something there that is where we want to go or do we just find ourselves in a location in circumstances uh happy sad good or bad whatever feeling you want to attach to where you currently are and just believe that you got there and you get to be a passenger you get to be an observer of your own existence as you just blindly walk into it or can you create your future by speaking it into being can you say what it is that you're wanting to have happen and then have it happen ah so much i so so believe that we can 
you know, frame, it's like that place of curiosity where we're going on that adventure of framing up the possibilities of what can be in our life. You know, the things that, okay, what is our, what is our place of breakthrough? What does that moment look like? And why does it look like that? And what am I breaking through into? Like, am I creating my own future filled with limitations and things that I don't even like? Or am I framing up something that's filled with possibilities and things that I love and that I'm passionate about? And are the doors in my life staying shut and I'm seemingly banging on something that's not opening? And is that because of some force that's coming against me or is that because I'm actually moving the opposite direction to the desires of my heart and and my good and wonderful and beautiful father is just just in that place he's just letting me unpack that in a way that's helping me to see that this perhaps isn't the way that there's a better way. So I have a curious story to tell, Kylie, which has just uh, come to mind by from sitting along the banks of the river here again. It's a story that I've told before, and it's a story that I will continue to tell because it fills me with curiosity as well as to how it came about and why. And the story begins with me walking down to this very river where we're sitting right now, but at night time being unable to sleep and coming down to the river to hang out and talk to God about the mysteries in my life, with the direction of it, what's going to happen right now and soon and and all of those conversations that you have with God I was having, you know, being grateful for where I am as well. And he, out of my mouth, spoke the words that this river is going to be full with fish, more fish than anybody has ever seen ever before in this river and that everybody that saw it would know that this is the most amazing thing that they've ever seen. And as I was saying those words that night at the river here, no fish were visible for me to see. I expected when I was saying those words, which were coming out of my mouth and not coming out of my mouth because they were words that I thought that I was speaking, but they were just flowing from my mouth. I expected that the river would be full of fish jumping out everywhere and it didn't happen. But one week later, when I came down to the river with you and one of our boys for a nighttime walk yet again, we were standing down at the river in the exact place where I was sitting a week before, having spoken those words, having still not seen the river full of fish. And right in front of us, the river just came to life full of thousands and thousands and thousands of fish, all just scooting in all sorts of directions. And I still, at that moment didn't actually recollect that one week before I had spoken those words until our son went, wow, look at all of the fish. It was amazing. It's very curious, isn't it, that you can speak into being an outcome that's going to happen a week later and then you get to see it one week later. It doesn't necessarily happen at that time. It's something spoken in faith, something spoken in advance, and then you just get to walk into that scene that you've created with your mouth. Yeah, I love it. What are you creating with your mouth? I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. Albert Einstein said the mind that opens to a new idea never returns to its original size. And also the important thing is not to stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existing. One cannot help but be in awe when he contemplates the mysteries of eternity of life of the marvellous structure of reality. It is enough if one tries merely to comprehend a little of this mystery every day. And that's just like that moment of the fish. You know, it, it's like, why Why would he do that in the way that, you know, why was that orchestrated in the way that it was? It was just this most fascinating moment. And just to get to witness it and share it with our son as well. And it was just so crazy because you'd been telling us that story. And then then there and we were. nothing had happened. Yeah, then we there we were witnessing it. And I have never seen anything like it. The, these waves of fish just going, shh, shh. Like, but we've seen it since, Kylie. Oh, yes, that's right. But I had not ever seen it before, like in that way. No, but then when we were hiking last year along the coast of New South Wales, and there was a couple of times when we walked along the banks of lakes 
where it happened as well. Yeah, it was so amazing. And that was so special because, you know, that walk was really about that connecting place, that crossing over place of the glories of God, you know, within us. And and it was so beautiful to see as we walked through nature that nature was responding to us being on the land and being near the water and birds, you know, were flying with us in the sky and coming and greeting us and having breakfast with us every morning and just so many amazing things were happening on that trip and yeah it was beautiful so that's why i keep on speaking that sentence over and over again that god gave me on the motorbike there a couple of weeks ago miracles signs and wonders happen in me and all around me everywhere i go yeah i love it because i'm speaking those words into being before they actually even happen you know when jesus was asking questions he would ask a lot of curiosity questions like those questions like why and how, like why do you doubt? Why are you thinking these things? Like lots of those kind of open-ended questions where you can't answer it just with a yes or a no. Like it's going beyond those superficial questions that we ask. Like in Australia, often we say, how are you going? Which is actually just a way of saying hi and not really even wanting a response. How are you going, mate? Yeah, that's right. Or, you know, that, that, that ever elusive question, what do you do? You know, and as we move deeper into the, the mysteries of God, sometimes we don't always know how to answer that question. What does that mean? You know, what do we do? Well, why don't you answer with what's happening in the future? Exactly. I love it. You know, let's answer with what it is that we're stepping into the possibilities of the more that is surrounding us. We're people that actually create our future with words. Yeah, come What on. do you do? Yeah, I love it. What do you do? In Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. That's pretty curious. Like that's multidimensional. Everything's multidimensional, Kylie. We spoke last week about the word peace and, and it not just necessarily being a word, but a being as well. I just think that it's time that we started to expand our thinking into places of believing that all things are possible, that words are not just words, that speaking the future into existence is possible, either good or bad. What are you saying about your future what are you agreeing with about your future i'm curious to know i'm curious to know as to whether there is power in your words or not yeah absolutely i'm just going to ponder that for a second so many fish jumping behind you (laughs) like i would like to think that i'm open to anything and everything that god wants to do but i think there's been times when I've been distracted by the seriousness of walking with God, you know, and I feel like embracing that place of I am in him and he is in me and the the curiosity that's found when I start going, okay, what does that mean, God? Where are you taking me in this journey? Like I'm I'm coming into this deeper revelation of if I'm always in, then I don't need to go to heaven. I don't need to ascend to be with you because I'm always with you. You're within me and I'm within you. So what questions do I have to ask him on this journey? What it, what does this mean for my life? What are the possibilities held within that place? All things are possible in Christ Jesus, aren't they? And I'm in Christ Jesus. So therefore, are there no limitations to what it is that we can do and be to the places that we can go? Is there something that is experiential about this that my curiosity can lead me into the deeper places of him Yes, I've been watching a lot of TikToks recently about frequency, energy, vibration, all of those sorts of things. And we talk about those things regularly ourselves. You know, are we energy? Are we frequency? Are we vibration? We've been spoken into existence by a living God. These fish are just everywhere jumping out of the water (laughs) as I speak. It's curious. It's like they're putting on a big show. They're showing how much life and vitality is in the river. And as I've been watching these TikToks, and there's one person in particular at the moment that I've been curious about who's 
singing about money coming to him. Money coming to me, money, money, money is the words of one of his songs and he looks really, really happy as he's singing it and he's singing it in a frequency that attracts money. So it's that understanding of or the curiosity around what we are. Are we just meat and blood and bones? Are we like some sort of energy and frequency and vibration? Do we interact with other things through energy and frequency and vibration? Or are we just back to that plain old thinking that we learnt when we grew up and we went to school that you have to do this to get this, to do this, to get this? I think that it's a really curious time to be alive at this time in history, at this time in modern history, at this time in the future, that right now, because of the internet and the smallness of the world in that way, that we're more connected than ever before, that we have so much information at our fingertips that it's just highly likely that this time in in history is the most expansive time in our thinking obviously as we move further forward then that can also increase but I'm just curious about what is possible yeah I so agree like energy it can be neither created nor destroyed it is it's only its form that changes like we suffer because we fall in love with temporary forms instead of falling in love with the whole energy. Like that is God. God, he is our creator who is energy, frequency and vibration, this energy and frequency and vibration of love. I love it how science uncovers some of the mysteries of God and some people sort of put science ahead of the mysteries of God, but I I sort of work in the opposite way. I just think that it's really cool how we discover things about the mysteries of God and then present them to the world. And there's the, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And a couple of days ago, I posted on our artist page, because we're also both artists, uh, just about some of the new artwork that we had released. And a person took it upon themselves to hide their or to be anonymous uh, under some made-up name with no actual profile to go out of their way to tell me what a horrible person I was Uh, and it was interesting because it's not true for one Uh, secondly I think they may have their wires crossed they may have been confused with somebody else I'm not really sure where it comes from but God told me at that moment when I read that that it's just that understanding that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So obviously by us posting, forging ahead into our future, creating a future for ourselves that's bigger and better than where it currently is right now as we're sharing our creativity with the world, there's going to be some minute force who presents itself in the opposite to try and cancel out the good that's happening. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And it's interesting that we often have that tendency to be fixated on those things that people don't like about us or those things that, you know, there might be like 15 really amazing comments on social media, which like that is miraculous (laughs) in its own self because social media often is a, a bit of a mixing pot of people's negativity. But yeah, often, you know, if you do get some negative backlash or something for things that you're doing, it's it's hard to just continue to come up higher than that and to focus on the beauty and the wonder that it is that we're co-creating together as we're stepping forward into the deeper places. So we continue to attract more wildlife towards us, which is part of the reason why we do broadcast from outside to pick up the sounds you probably just heard the magpies that are in the trees just above us. We've still got the fish jumping out. There's the magpies. I love the magpies the trees song. It's one of the most us. beautiful songs of all. So creation is being attracted towards us as well as we talk about creation. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Curiosity, it's a powerful motivator. I feel like when individuals feel curious, they engage in persistent information-seeking behaviour that is asking questions to fill in gaps between what we currently know and what we don't know. And I think that's often, you know, where we're going 
into the mysteries and there's just such a plethora of information and things that we can lay hold of now, there needs to be kind of a fearlessness as we're walking into those places with God. We're walking with wisdom. We're walking with the seven spirits. We're walking into these places, wanting to be expanded in our knowledge and our capacity to be able to go, ah, okay, that seems to make a lot more sense than that limited understanding within which I was like operating before when I was just operating out of a solid base of one theological understanding on this particular topic. But now I feel like we are so able to go on these wonderful adventures of discovering the depths of what is possible and who we are in him that there It's like we need to throw those shackles off of fear. The fish are just spinning me out. There's so many fish. It's so, so cool. And not only is there like a whole bunch of fish, there's people in canoes. Like it's so cool today. I love this. This is a quote by Albert Einstein. Never lose a holy curiosity. The cure for boredom is curiosity. There's no cure for curiosity. And then... It's just so wild. It's not only by the questions that we have answered that progress may be measured, but also by those questions that we're still asking. Yeah, that's the mysteries of God, isn't it? The the never-ending pursuit of the more of him, you know, being okay, that that's always going to be the case, that there is going to be more and more of God and his mysteries to uncover as time goes by, because... He is the more. He is the never-ending more. So being okay with one day at a time just unveiling or having unveiled another mystery of his and being excited about what you learnt, excited about what the future holds with what he's going to reveal to you tomorrow and the day after that, is that joyful place of rest in him, of knowing that you don't have it all figured out and that you never will. Yeah, I love it. If you don't ask, you don't get. That's a quote by Mahatma Gandhi. And and I think too, you know, there is that ask and you shall receive. Like is that asking part not a question? So if you don't ask, you don't get. I don't know how many times I've spoken to you and the, and the people listening today about motorbikes, about asking for a motorbike, about speaking a motorbike into my existence in my future. And that future has now passed, hasn't it, Kylie? Yeah. The future is in the past. And the future is now your new now. Now I have two motorbikes sitting in my garage right now and I was riding one of them just yesterday. I do love having them. I do believe that there will be more motorbikes attracted to the motorbikes that I already have in my future. Absolutely. And I'm speaking those into my future right now in the present, knowing that the future will one day be in the past as well and that I will have more motorbikes to enjoy, to look at, to ride, because I'm daring to believe that all things are possible and speaking the future into existence is possible. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, there's been growth this year right across so many of the things that we've framed up and envisaged for ourselves, like breakthrough in so many different areas, expansion for Wildfire Tribe, expansion into those spaces of creativity and having this place to birth creativity in a way that people can have access to those things that we create to be able to bring different levels of life into our environments and we do that through artworks and we've just released um, a whole collection of Sean's Bliss Bulls on t-shirts which just really like it the intention of that is to create encouragement and to make people's day to put a smile on people's faces as they engage with this really quirky character that has come out of just sitting with the father and delighting in him in that place of creativity where Sean has birthed this whole series of these really cool little characters and I feel like everything we do has got intention behind it to expand people's worlds to bring life those frequencies of life and love into people's lives and to be able to hang that life on our walls and to be able to have a 
a conversation with people because we're wearing some crazy cool t-shirt and that can open up a whole space of joy and encounter and wonder and bliss as we just go about our normal everyday things. So the t-shirts and the artwork that you speak of being available are available on wildfiretribe.life. Have a look there and you'll see what Kylie's talking about. There's one bull in particular that at the moment is a fam- is a favourite of mine. His name is Encourage a Bull. And when you wear him, you are putting on the supernatural ability to be encouraging and to be encouraged. So what happens when you put on that shirt and you wear it down the street? People are not just seeing a T-shirt with a very happy ball on the front, but they are seeing a person who is an encourager and they are actually encouraging of you just because of who you are as well. It's a supernatural skin that you're putting on. Absolutely. And it has that frequency of encouragement. And it's like that same declaration that you were talking about before, like miracles and signs and wonders like happen within me and all around me everywhere I go. And that's the same with the frequency that comes from the artworks that we produce and the different designs that we're engaging with is we're putting into people's hands the tangible reality of the frequency of these things that we're called to walk in. And it's exciting because I think it's a it's a technology that we've been desiring and working on for many years and it's beautiful to see um, some of these things become reality this year, just like the manifestation of your motorbike and now we have a whole line of clothing range and some things that are really just, we're like part Part of that encouragement has been the the ability for you to now be able to jump on your motorbike. The in my t shirt. In your t shirt, the the bike of wonder to be able to visit people and to be able to stoke those fires within people's hearts for their desires to come alive. Yeah, so I'm not actually curious about whether words have power or not. I know that they do, and I speak into existence in our future more Patreon supporters. We already have supporters. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for making it possible for us to actually print these shirts, to be able to get a motorbike, to be able to put fuel in it, to be able to visit people. But I speak into existence, into our future, which will become our past, more and more and more of that too abilities for us to be able to hop on aeroplanes and go to other countries and visit people just through scooping up pieces of his creation, God's creation, and sharing it with other people. Yeah, I love it. It's just so beautiful. There's a quote here from W.M. Paul Young, who is the author of the book, The Shack. Many of us, if we're being honest with ourselves, interpret the Bible in terms of what's acceptable. Instead of going to the Bible and asking the Holy Spirit to open our minds and hearts to what's being said in it, we interpret it in terms of what won't get us into trouble, what won't stir the pot or make too much noise. We don't want a controversial opinion that might put us at odds with what's considered to be safe. So we think of it in terms of what won't cause a racket. I love it. It's the most exciting time in history, like I said before, of being alive, where we've finally come into this understanding that all the things that we've been taught are just a limited boxed thinking. It's a representation, an idea of how to expand your thinking, but we've taken it upon ourselves to believe that what we've been taught is all that there is. You know, and now we're living and we're alive in a time where people like Elon Musk are sending rockets up into space and then bringing them back. You know, people that are not actually necessarily qualified to be doing the things that they're doing that the world has told us that we're able to do, but people that actually believe that all things are possible and are stepping out and doing them without qualification. Absolutely. And I feel like that's how we need to approach walking into the mysteries of God, even just how we need to come to the Bible, not in fear and insecurity, but come instead with this confidence and this openness of knowing that he that is within us is guiding us into these mysteries, that we walk together with him, that within us is wisdom and discernment and wonder and awe and all of those things that bring us into that place of knowing 
that we can confidently step forward and not be in fear. We we have to let go of the fear of being wrong, the fear of being deceived, the fear of all of these things that hold us back and stop us from stepping into the fullness of the mysteries that are found on the other side of curiosity. I want to talk about two people that we know who have two little boys. Their name are Brad and Ella, and they listen to the podcast as well as they are inspirational in that they are traveling Australia with two young boys in a caravan and surfing and taking video, etc., and sharing their their lives with other people and also working from home in a caravan wherever they are. And they're able to do that because of somebody called Elon Musk who fired all these satellites into the sky and decided that it was possible for us to have internet anywhere in the world. And these guys are able to do that because of technology like that, because of somebody who actually said, actually, what I learned at school and what I learned at uni is not all that there is. Get on and have a look at these guys' video work that they do. What are they called, Kylie? Coral the Caravan. Coral the Caravan on Instagram. Oh, it's so cool. They're and just, TikTok. Yeah, and TikTok, yeah. And thank you guys for your support. Thank you for those cheeky little messages of encouragement that you've shared with us over time. Those messages of encouragement keep us going as well, the power of words. And, you know, it's so inspiring when people just step into their own mystery, the mystery that's in front of them that's filled with unanswered questions, that's that place of... Um, could be a fear fear and trepidation of what are we doing? Are we bringing instability into our children's lives or is our pathway leading us into the deeper mysteries of God because we're choosing that pathway which is adventure for us because we have adventure written on our scrolls. We have adventure written on our souls. Like we, we have to follow where his voice is leading us and, and often that means the path less trodden. It means, you know, going into that place where we don't have all the answers. Do you have adventure written on your scroll? Are you curious about whether speaking those words about yourself will bring about adventure? If you are curious, why don't you start speaking those words into your own life? I am an adventurer. I am a person of freedom and adventure. And just see what unfolds as we step into next year, having spoken those words into your future. Sean and Kylie and Wildfire Tribe and all of the people that listen are all mystical creations of God, mysterious creations beyond human beings, people who have unlimited capacity and can actually just do and go and be wherever they want to be, whenever they want to be. I love it. In John 14, 20, it says, I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. That's rather curious. (laughs) All creativity, all original ideas, all the things that we've thought up and imagined and all the possibilities that we have framed up in our own minds, they are all light. Our brain is wired for this place of curiosity, like for expansion, for illumination. It's like we live within the I am. And that is everywhere we are. That is everywhere we go. Like he is our father of lights and we are those lights shining wherever we are in the midst of our own mystery. If your dreams that you secretly have are bigger than up than possible they're bigger than what you think are possible from what you've seen happen in the past if those dreams belong to you we stand in agreement that they are going to happen in your future that they are going to happen next year dave graffin your dreams are unfolding right in front of you I know that you have big dreams and we thank you for your support and we stand in agreement with your dreams unfurling right in front of your eyes and we stand here and we cheer you on. Yeah, absolutely. It's so exciting to walk with so many different people and to just be able to share and do life, knowing that each one of us has a dream within us that is unfolding before us as we step deeper into our own walk with him, our walk within that place of engaging in the mystery, in the places within our heart that 
are being unlocked as we say yes, as we let go of those things that made sense last year but aren't for us moving forward. And sometimes that is the key that's going to unlock the more of 2024, that key that we're putting in the door, that new door of 2024. And it is a key that didn't unlock anything that we've ever been a part of before. So it's like, okay, where are we going We're going where we've never gone before. We need to let go of what was because that intention that I'm framing up, that thing that I'm believing for, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. Well, maybe it's a part of the next and not a part of what it is that we're holding on to right now. We stand in agreement with the dreams that you have for your future. We're not actually curious as to whether they're possible because we know that they are. And we just stand in agreement and we say, your dreams of 2024 are opening right in front of your very eyes. And maybe it is time to let go of some of those ideas from the past that used to work. Maybe it is a time to let go of things that are fallback situations. If worst case scenario, I can fall back into this or that. Maybe it's time to dare to dream. Yeah, dare to dream. I love it. That place, the dreaming And I think we've been really um, encouraging people over this last month or so just to, to be dreaming. What are you dreaming for next year? What are you dreaming for that is actually a seed in your now? What are we stepping into? Those things that are coming alive before us. Those things that last year we could only dream about but now are actually part of our reality. And what does it look like as we let go of those things that are no longer for now and we step into the fullness of what is? So in a moment, I want you to press pause on the podcast in a moment. Not right now, you won't get to hear what I have to say. But in a moment, after I say what I'm going to say, press pause and actually do what it is that I'm asking you to do. Don't put it off until the beginning of the year, till January the 1st. But in a moment... Press pause and believe that the seed of thought that you have, a hope that you have for the future, for next year and beyond, those dreams that you've been given that you think right now are not possible, in a moment, press pause and see yourself planting that idea, that vision, that dream as a seed into the ground and seeing it placed into the ground and seeing it watered and seeing it sprouted and seeing it growing so in a moment press pause and actually close your eyes get yourself comfortable and see yourself doing that and see the seed sprouting and growing press pause now so welcome back to wildfire tribe dot life podcast thank you for participating in the planting of a seed of your future I can see that you've planted your seed and I can see that it is growing and it's sprouting and it's growing into an enormous, strong and healthy tree. And I know that all things are possible because it is the story of my existence as well. I love it. It's like I'm not pressing in anymore because I've been pressed into and I'm not contending anymore because I've been contended for. I'm not chasing God in anymore because he is within me. I'm not appropriating what I have because everything is mine. I'm not getting closer to God because he is, he's like my Siamese twin, we're forever joined. We're like woven together as one. I'm not seeking him because he has found me. And my revelation is that I have everything that I need and he is within me. And out of that place flows the desires of my heart, those visions, those things that we are standing in oneness within four. How do these things happen? How do the mysteries and the intentions of our heart and how do those things, how do, how do they happen? How do we find ourselves at this time next year living in the reality of all of those things that we're dreaming for right now? How does that become? Just becomes in that place of our day by day walking in the fullness of who we already are, not trying to attain to something that's going to make us happy tomorrow, but it's actually living in the fullness of the flow of who we are right in this moment, our new now. It's being who we already are, 
It's knowing who we already are and it's living in the fullness of who that person is. If being curious about the future is from a place of not knowing, then why not plant a seed of possibility that is bigger than you've ever thought to be true? Because if curiosity is a place of not knowing and you're not really sure, then why would you be thinking or believing that your life is going to be the same or worse this time next year? Why not plant a seed of possibility for things to be much, much brighter and just see if that is what happens for you? Yeah, that's right. I feel like so many times for us, and it was like when we had our last hotel and we bought it and it was shut down when, and then we op- we renovated it and we opened it to the community and we ran it as this amazing community experience, just this beautiful hub of life and goodness for three years and then the Lord was asking us to close it. So we closed it, little did we know, only just a couple of months before COVID broke in the world. And by that stage, we were already moved on to doing something else. But he was not moving us from that place. Geographically, we were unable to sell our property. And we were in this place of wondering, what are you doing with us in this place? So it had been a a heart's desire for us for a very long time to create a space um, for people to come and have retreat. So we began turning this building and its gardens into a retreat centre. I planted out like a 2,000 square metre healing garden filled with fragrances of beauty and wonder and organic bliss that people could eat and and just sit in. We created these beautiful spaces, a library and a chapel and, and all these places where people could come in and find stillness and meditation, a place of just pulling away. And then we, we sat with God going, what, okay, what, you're still not selling this. So like an, an, another year passed and we were in the second year of trying to um, sell our place and realized every time we wanted to open up a retreat that pe- that we would get lockdowns and businesses weren't able to function and all those kind of things. So we were had all these questions, God, what are you doing in this? Like you've given us this beautiful place and we're unable at this point in time to share it with others. What is going on? And he spoke to us in that moment and told us that we had built a retreat center for us to be with him. And so we kept on coming into our space and just being in stillness with our God, unpacking the mysteries of what he was bringing into our life. And it was this place of going deeper and deeper with him. And it was a place of seeing who he saw us as, a place of finding that stillness and knowing that our worth wasn't found in what we were doing for him. And our worth wasn't found in facilitating things with others even, that our worth was found in this beautiful place of the mysteries of our heart was found in the treasure trove of heaven that was already woven within us. And we had many days of tears and crying out on the floor of our little chapel and meditating in the stillness of our gardens and wondering what it was all about. You know, those questions, a thousand questions, another question just only birthed another question. But each of them led us deeper into the fullness of who we already were within him. We've had many of those times, Kylie, where we feel like we're never going to be able to leave a place where we desperately want to leave. We're never going to be able to move on and have some change in our life. We've had that many, many times. And it is true that in those moments, you do have this little seed of, but I'm curious as to whether this is the end. Am I going to be stuck here forever? I am actually curious as to whether I can speak into my future something that is different. And it is that tiny little seed, that tiny little glimmer of hope, that tiny little speck of light in those places that keeps you believing that all things are possible. And obviously sitting here right now along the banks of the river, 
under this beautiful tree with magpies and fish jumping out of the river. We've moved on from that place where we thought that we were stuck and it's been our forever story. Our reoccurring story is that we've never been stuck forever and it just has required the curiosity in us to believe that all things are possible and to just keep on pressing into that belief that all things are possible, that there is going to be change, that this is not the end. And we can speak that out of a place of experience. This is not some lovely motivational talk about how I'm telling you in your place of desperation from my lofty place on high that all things are possible and all you need to do is dare to dream. We've walked this out. We've crawled it out. We've cried it out. We've lived it out. We've screamed it out. We've been in those places many, many times before. And I feel like one of the beautiful parts that he has always brought us to in each one of our places of transition is just this stillness in knowing, okay, well, what if things don't change? What if this is my life moving forward? Am I going to find that place of peace and joy in my every moment where I am? And I think that's where he was bringing us to every time was like just this this finishing well, you know, knowing that relationships are important, knowing that my ability to be able to wake up every day and be in the fullness of the fruits of the Spirit be in that life flow of his goodness, not be always trying to attain to something that I'm going to be happy when, when I get this thing, when that thing starts to open up, when things happen over there, when I get a bigger house, when I am able to facilitate the desires of my heart, when all of these things happen, then I'm going to be happy. Being so miserable about your perceived future that you really hate the now as well. And that's it because I think sometimes living in that constant discontented place of when these things happen, then I can be grateful is actually robbing us of the beautiful flow of life that is within us as we step into just our everyday. Because you know what? Life is our every, the everyday. Life isn't just this mountaintop moment of victory that we find when we finally get our breakthrough because we w- our, life, our life is filled with breakthroughs and it's filled with waiting for breakthroughs and it's filled with more breakthroughs and waiting for breakthroughs and more breakthroughs. The and breakthrough isn't just selling the property, Kylie, to move to a new place. The breakthrough is realising that you can live in joy whilst waiting for the property to sell that is your breakthrough which is right now so the position that you're in right now that you don't want to be in if you can choose to live in joy live in peace live in the knowing that God is in you that you're in him right now that is the breakthrough that is right now and anything that happens beyond that is just another breakthrough another unfurling of the process the breakthrough that you're waiting for is actually right now right now in the decision that you make to be living in joy or not yeah exactly you know on numerous occasions jesus asked questions like what do you want and why do you call me good like these are the questions that jesus would require people to honestly think about before responding And I think one of the things that prevents so many of us from engaging in these places of our life with these questions is that we feel like everything is too hurried. We don't have time to just ask questions, ask questions of God, like because we don't even have time to wait for the answer. We don't have time to sit in that space of like, well, what is he speaking to me right now? Or we don't have time to ask a question of the person at the cafe because we're just racing in and racing out. Or we don't have time to ask our spouse how they are and what they're really thinking because we know really the reality of waiting for that answer and processing that answer and giving space to hear the heart of those people that we care about the most, it all takes time and we're so hurried. So, you know, if we're genuinely wanting to approach our our lives in this place of curiosity, of asking these open-ended questions like Jesus did 
is that we're genuinely interested in waiting for an answer. We're genuinely interested in waiting to hear what it is that God's really speaking to us about this and what people are really saying about their life. Genuinely having time. And I would encourage you in this year where we're wanting this space of expandedness, of more of those things, the mysteries we're pressing in for the fullness, is that we need to create space to know what that is. We need to create space for there to be an answer on the other side of the curiosity. Do we even have space in our life for something new? Do we have space in our life to just sit in the stillness and wait for the expanded mystery of what God is wanting to release into our now? Is there space for that? Or we actually are so busy that we don't have any space for an answer on the other side of the curiosity that takes us deeper into the mysteries of who we are within him. Yeah, at the conclusion of listening to this podcast, of reading your next amazing book that you're seeking answers from, from spending time uh, watching videos by Justin Abraham and people like that, where you're seeking answers for everything. At the end of all of these things that you're doing to try and find answers, how about you put your book down, you turn the podcast off, you turn the video off, and you just spend time with him because the answer for every question that you have is actually inside of you which is inside of him the whole point of this podcast the whole point of every book written about God the whole point of church is all to point you in the direction of him who is in you absolutely and if there was one thing that Jesus never asked in all of those curious questions he never asked a when question he never said When will I find a spouse? When will I get my dream job? When will this situation be over? When, when, when? He only ever led us deeper into the places of mystery and expandedness with questions of curiosity that can make you think about the possibilities that lie ahead. So thank you for listening to our podcast about curiosity. I'm curious to know whether you have dared to dream beyond what you've ever dreamed before by listening to this podcast. This podcast and curiosity and daring to dream about the future is a challenge for me as well. I'm not necessarily or never have I always been a person that's had positive hope for the future but I'm speaking it into my future now and I'm curious as to what that will bring about. I dare you to do the same. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just want to read a, just a little piece of my book. And this is from chapter number six, which is Intimacy with Creation's Creator. As we learn to hear his voice, you may wonder, am I getting this right? Is it God that I'm hearing or is it just me? If this voice that you hear and this mission you are taking on is not founded and flowing in love, then it's probably not (laughs) the Holy Spirit that's speaking. But if it's encouraging and it's building somebody up and it blesses them or it speaks life over them, love and hope, then just give it a go because you've got nothing to lose. On the other side of that curious questions, God, is this you? Is this you speaking? Is just another adventure to be had that takes us deeper into the mysteries within ourselves and within him. So have a beautiful week, guys. It's been a pleasure once again to just spend a little bit of your week with you. We look forward to doing it again next week on Wildfire Tribe. In the meantime, go to wildfiretribe.life, our website, and have a look at all of the artwork that's there, the T-shirts that we were speaking of earlier. And there's many ways that you can partner with us or join in the conversation with us if you just go and have a look at that website. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. Yeah, thanks, guys. We love you. Have a wonderful week. Bye.